Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel on LMFM. Smile all through the Christmas season. Bruce Springsteen, Santa Claus is coming to town, kicking us off this Tuesday morning. Hey, where are we keeping? Is the festive spirit alive in your heart as it is in mine today? We are on the countdown. It's the official countdown here on 11 to 1 because I've got today and then tomorrow and then that's me done for 2022. So the excitement is palpable here. Hope you're keeping well wherever you are in the northeast. You can get in touch 086 1800 658 on WhatsApp and text. Now we're big on nostalgia on this show and today we are going to have a good dollop now of nostalgia because uh, you know around this time of the year don't we get bombarded by different Christmas ads and we love it I'm all here for it and it normally starts around in November when the companies start releasing all their Christmas ads there's this big battle of who's going to be the best Christmas ad what ad are we going to be talking about well we're going on a nostalgia fest because we're going to be chatting about classic Christmas ads But also, I've called in an expert because what are the key things that make an amazing Christmas ad and get us talking about it? So we're going to be chatting about that very, very shortly with Vonnie McDermott. She is Managing Director of Ad Agency Connolly Partners. And these guys, you might have heard actually um, the most recent ad that they did it's actually here on LMFM. It's the Bus Aaron ad where they're bringing everybody to Christmas. It's a really great one. They also did a real tearjerker of an ad for, an ex- for Expressway, the bus service as well. It's more of a visual one. But let's just say it's two brothers and they both try to surprise each other on Christmas by going on different buses, obviously, to get to each other. Each one realised that they're not there and then they end up meeting back at a bus stop and it's just lovely. It's just such a lovely ad. So does it have to kind of have that tearjerker element to it as well? I don't know. I don't know. For me, the ultimate Christmas ad. Okay, and this is hard. It's hard to pick like the number one. But this one, every time I hear this one from when I was a child right up to now, I just get super excited about Christmas. It has to be the Coca-Cola ad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sold. Look, the lights are all coming on. 
Everyone's hugging each other. Amazing. I love it. Absolutely brilliant. And every time we would see this coming on the television as children, we'd be wired. Pure hyperactivity that would happen. Absolutely brilliant. That is the ultimate for me. The holidays are coming ad from Coca-Cola. What is your favourite Christmas ad? It could be one from years ago. I love digging out the ones from years ago as well. So let me know right now. 86 658 We're going to be chatting about this with Vonnie McDermott very, very shortly. Now back to the music. Here's Ed Sheeran. It's the perfect song for a nostalgia fest. Ed Sheeran, Castle on the Hill. We're talking about Christmas ads and it could be Christmas ads from this year or Christmas ads that you remember from when you were younger and it gives you all that sort of festive vibes and we're going to be chatting about what makes the best Christmas ad. So (laughs) I mentioned Coca-Cola holidays are coming. And Mina says, uh, Mina, regular listener in Kells, she says, Sinead, I said to Erin a few weeks back, God, we haven't seen the Coca-Cola ad on much this year. And she said, it's probably because of the price of petrol. <laughs> you see the way these things are filtering down to kids and they pick up everything, don't they? They really do. I love that. Brilliant. Absolutely classic comeback from Erin there. Uh, yeah, maybe so. Maybe that's why we haven't seen the Coca-Cola truck. Here's one. And this is a one now. And it hits you in the heart with all the feels. It really does. I'm only going to have to play a tiny bit of this and you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh. He's getting off the train. He's in the car. Looking out the window. It's your man from Ireland AM. Oh, she's putting on the lights. She's putting on the immersion. She's getting the towels ready. Oh, she's fixing the bed now. Turning on the electric blanket. Ah, she's looking at his photograph now. When he was playing Hurley years ago. Oh, quick, check the oven. Oh, he's back in the car. She's putting the... Oh, she's getting the roast dinner in. And then he's coming home. He's into the town. And she's looking at the time. She's taking the bread out of the oven. Is he nearly coming? Oh, he's pulling into the drive to take it off her apron. I can't cope. Fantastic. That's exactly it. <laughs> oh, I love it. The ESB ad from the 80s. I mean, it's classic. Why would you need any other Christmas ad on? Absolutely brilliant. And not a word spoken in the ad, just music. And just the visual, absolutely amazing. So we're talking Christmas ads. Send me in your favourite Christmas ad. I'll see if I can dig it out for you. 086-1800-658. Now, I do have a fantastic competition all this week in association with Tourism Northern Ireland. I'm going to give you the details of that as well after these. 11 to 1. With Oh, we have real nostalgia feels on 086 1800 658. I'm going to get to an iconic Christmas ad very, very shortly. But first, back to some more music. Here's Dermot Kennedy. Dermot Kennedy, Kiss Me and LMFM's 11 to 1. Good few people messaging in with this one. And this one is a real nostalgic one as well. Uh, Graeme Andrade says, It was the cornflakes Christmas ad. The three kids waiting up to get a glimpse of Santa and they fall asleep. Then the little girl woke up and she sees Santa eating a big bowl of cornflakes as he says, shush. Love that ad. I had to dig it out for you, Graeme. And Mark as well also mentioned this one. It's fantastic. I don't know. This seems very unorthodox. Look, this guy's been working all night and he's looking forward to a good breakfast. 
Oh, I love the way she just goes, bye. So cute. And the crisp is like the size of it, or the, the cornflake is the size of her head. The size of it. Brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. Is it the music as well and cute children? I mean, what are all the ingredients that we need for a Christmas ad? I don't know. Loads of people as well mentioning a, a, a big one from the last year or two. I will play that one as well. Keep them coming in. 086-1800-658. Oh, fantastic. Roy Wood and Wizard. Wish it could be Christmas every day. Well, I do feel a little bit like Santa Claus today because I have a fantastic prize up for grabs this week. Oh, yeah. I've teamed up with Tourism Northern Ireland and we are giving away a family pass every day on the show to the world's first and only official Game of Thrones studio tour. It's in Banbridge, County Down. It's an unbelievable opportunity for visitors to immerse themselves in an expansive collection of costumes, props, sets and weapons and to discover the artistry that designed the Seven Kingdoms and brought the story of Game of Thrones to life on screen. So there's over 100,000 square feet. It's an interactive experience, reveals the world of Westeros like never before giving visitors of all ages the chance to walk around the iconic sets of King's Landing and Winterfell, as well as delve deep into the world behind the screen from the earliest concepts to jaw-dropping final cuts. And it's very much a family-friendly experience. So we're asking you a Game of Thrones themed question every day. It's so simple for a fan of Game of Thrones, okay? So today I'm asking you, where is the Iron Throne located in Game of Thrones? What is that place called where the Iron Throne is? I'll give you another clue. It's capital of the Seven Kingdoms. What do they call it? What do they call that area where the Iron Throne is located? Do you know the answer? Let me know. 86 658 and we'll pick a winner for that family pass towards the end of the show. So where is the Iron Throne located? What's the area, the region? What do they call it? 86 658 Now, getting back to our iconic Christmas ads, and we have called in an expert. We're going to be chatting to Vonnie McDermott. She's Managing Director of Ad Agency Connolly Partners in Dublin. And we're going to be chatting about what makes the best Christmas ads. Keep your suggestions of what the best Christmas ad is ever on 86 658 we're going to join Vonnie after these. 11 to 1. I am loving all of the nostalgia on our WhatsApp and text on 086 1800 658. We're talking about the best Christmas ads ever. It could be from this year or it could be from times past. We've had everything from the Cornflakes Christmas ad with the three kids to the amazing ESB ad, which just brings us all the fields from the 1980s as well. Loads coming in. But we have an expert now. We're talking about what makes the best Christmas ad. And I'm delighted to be joined on the line now by Vonnie McDermott. She's Managing Director of Advertising Agency Connolly Partners in Dublin. And their work is very, very recognisable, let's say. Uh, They've worked with lots of top global brands and they've had some brilliant campaigns over the years. I'm delighted to have Vonnie on the line. How are you doing, Vonnie? 
I'm great, I'm great. Listen, thank you very much for having me, Sinead. And I don't know, experts, I think everyone who knows me is now actually <laughs> rolling around the floor going, really? <laughs> no, definitely. <laughs> you definitely are an expert because you've gone, done some top Christmas ads in your time. Tell me now, first of all, because this one caused a really big stir, the Shannon Christmas ad. Talk to me about this, the Shannon Airport ad. Oh, listen, this was a great one because, um, you know, I know like as you as you noted like in the introduction a lot of these Christmas ads the big iconic iconic ones they're big budgets they're massive budgets and not every brand can afford to do that and what I love about this Shannon one I'm going to chat to is Shannon didn't have a massive budget Um, it was the year of lockdown 2020 so there weren't flights going out they couldn't promote the airport they couldn't promote flights so what could they do and they really had that feeling that they wanted to spread a little bit of Christmas cheer to not only the people in the region, but also to people who are working in, in Shannon Airport. So it's going to be a very simple, low budget, but happy Christmas to everyone. And literally, that was the kind of the insight behind it. So the guys' creative team did an amazing job. I won't go into the details of it, but they managed to create, in the end, the runway, which had superimposed on it the lights of a Christmas tree. So it looked like the runway was lit up. Amazing. And it just went viral. It was incredible. We had from Santa Claus's official account <laughs> checking in, going amazing. We had people as far as is that to buy. We had people from the Aero News in India. It literally went crazy. So much so, you know, there was people thinking, is this actually a show, like a light show? <laughs> they have in a lot of places in Shannon Airport. So it just did a really good job. And then not only that, it did a great job. It went on then to win awards because of the cleverness of the idea, yes. the simplicity. And done on a very low budget. So it won, you know, can, um, sorry, ICADs and it won uh, different awards for, for Shannon of the agency, which was brilliant. But That is magic. I, and, and is it like, I mean, because sometimes the simplest ideas are the best. I mean, you have a great expressway bus ad as well with the two brothers going in opposite yeah. directions that had me a blubbering mess this morning. So is it simple ideas and is it like, uh, do you have to... <laughs> ensure people end up bawling at the end of them. <laughs> it's, it's so funny you should say that because when we kind of break down an ad and kind of look at what is the anatomy of it, like a great Christmas ad and there's kind of four or five points. I always go five, most people say four, but one would be that there's kind of some storytelling involved that will evoke an emotion. There's the relevance of the ad, should be a strong insight and then there's the investment in high production value. So whether that's the music or the talent or producer, and then I would say, you know, would it stand the test of time? Yeah. And what has been hard for a lot of Irish brands, because oh, I think Irish brands have done an amazing job of Christmas adverts over the last number of years. And I really think they're punching above their weight in a world stage, which is brilliant. But it's about getting that relevance right. So um, like Shannon did at the time, the relevance, I think some like the Expressway, that ad was shot during COVID. So you'd be very careful. There's all yeah. those different restrictions. So there was the mask shot with the mask on and there was ones with the mask off. Um, and it was at the time where you couldn't have people, you know, sitting too close together. So you yeah. just have to make sure you got it right. The people weren't watching the ad going, well, that's not true. Or yes. that's an ad from last year. And that looks really bad for any brand just to run an ad where it's just not going to land with people. So, um, yeah, that was a lovely ad again. It just had a whole emotion. And again, it, it did bring in the product, which was the buses, bringing people and it's a way to, you know, it's connecting people, not places is the kind of proposition and that comes across really nicely on it. And if you look at that with a lot of the ads, um, I think that's really important, Sinead, that like where I'm going to talk about like, um, I think the super value ad. I love this from two years ago. Do you know what? Is this the one? Is this the one with the um, the the granddad? Oh my God. It had me in floods and you think that the little child is talking about Santa and it just at the very end, the granddad comes in the door. Oh, listen, not a dry eye in the house. Yeah, that's (laughs) a lovely one. And that's something that when you look at it and it, it is so interesting, 
there is a fine line between being that beautiful nostalgia and it pulls the heartstrings and then it breaks the heartstrings yeah. and you don't want to break them. You know, you don't want somebody looking at the ad going, no, that makes me cry every time. You want someone to look and go, oh, you know, it's okay if you touch your heart and go, oh God, that got me because that's what they want. It's a, and that's what, like Christmas is a nostalgic time of the year and it yeah. is a very happy for a lot of people. But also I always think Christmas can be a very sad time for an awful lot of people because it is that time where you reminisce and you think about who's here, who's not here, yeah. what has happened in the year. So I think for brands, they have to kind of get that that right and, I think, um, I don't know if any of your, your listeners have sent in anything about John Lewis. Like, I think you yeah. can talk about Christmas ads without talking about John Lewis. They are huge. Year. And I think that one, that, that, that really kind of came into a real foray here, I think, around the, the very first one that the, I remember that they did was the little boy who couldn't wait to give his own present. Oh, that was which my was, first one. Yes, yeah. which was just amazing. Absolutely brilliant. Um, but they seem to hit the right note, don't they, each year? Yeah. They do. That was one when I was asking personal favourites. For me, that was 2011. And I just, I have three kids that are like, you know, late teens upwards. And I'm going, can you please watch this ad? You see how they get excited? See how the mother isn't buying her own candle on Christmas Eve and wrapping it going from you? Um, But the little boy is so cute. And then they did a lovely one. Remember Lily Allen? And it was that somewhere only we know. That was an animated piece. Stunning. With the bear, wasn't it? And And the rabbit. Yeah. Yeah. Stunning. And then they did another one with Monty, the, the penguin in 2014, which was beautiful. And the whole point was like the penguin was lonely yes. for, for a mate. And the little boy it just seemed to, you know, there's this little eye movement of a twitch that they catch his eye and they go, he just gets it. It was beautifully done. And the very end, the twist is, it's his toy. Yeah, Like a real life penguin. It's beautifully done. Really, really well done. Yeah, well absolutely done. brilliant. And then, this year is the amazing one. It's called The Beginner. And oh, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, really good. The skateboard dad. Yeah. yeah. So again, for, for like any of the listeners that don't know the ad, do look it up. It's beautiful. It's called The Beginner. Um, and the whole point of this is they have partnered with a charity this year. Mm-hmm. And there's over 100,000 children in the UK will spend Christmas in care. Now, I know it's an English ad, so it is more focused on the UK. But again, it even the fact that in Ireland you will now be thinking about children in care at Christmas yeah. and what can be done, it will trigger that. But the whole production, they often do very um, elaborate special effects. They do amazing things. This one is paired back. It's still yeah. beautifully done. The attention to detail is incredible. But it, it just really, again, is it's resonating with everyone because we're yeah. all living in a time with a co- rising cost of living, energy costs and children in care. That is the importance of Christmas is thinking of that. And they did it beautifully. They, they did. Really did. They really did. And what about the ads that come on every year? Like I mentioned at the start, the one that yeah. gets me now just in the full on festive buzz is the Coca-Cola holidays are coming ad. I mean, we used to be wired as kids looking at this, but they kind of bring this out every year because it's just completely iconic and it evokes everything that you want in an ad. It's a, yeah, it is. I love that too. I mean, I just hear that I won't even start singing it now. I forget <laughs> I'm on radio and I'll start singing it. They'll all tune off. Um, but there is, there are three versions of that ad were made since it first aired in 1995. Yes. And um, they took it off air between 2001 and 2007. And then obviously people were outraged. Yeah. Where's the Coke? Where's the Coke ad? Where's the Coke ad? Um, and if you see the first version, there's no product placement and then they slowly kind of bring it in. But that is, I think, you know, for me, yeah, that would be really iconic. It's just the music. If you hear the first three bars, yeah. and, you know, you challenge to find anyone over a certain age that wouldn't know that ad. The other one is, I love that one. Like you had the Kellogg's. I love that cornflake. Oh, it's, it's really gorgeous. Yeah. Um, I love the Guinness. 
I know, I know. Well, actually, funny enough, this seems to be top of the poll that's coming in uh, on on 086 658 Yeah, the home of the black stuff loves uh, would love a white Christmas. It's absolutely iconic, and we have a great local connection because Mrs O's pub is in Screen in County Mead here, around our local no connection way. here. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I didn't know that. Yes, there you go. There oh, you go. Well, there you go. You can own that one, and I think that's one. Um, I love this ad for so many reasons. I think it's just beautifully shot. I think it is. The music is stunning. I think yeah. that the pace of the ad is stunning. When you look at everything, the storytelling is beautiful. Um, and it has the, it, you know, I love it shows the clatter. It obviously has that pub that's there. It has the fox. It has the, you know, Pepper Canister Church in Dublin. It's it's really nicely done. And I think that what I love about it is that they're all Irish creatives. The strategy yeah. and the creative concept of that was, was de- devised in Ireland. And a lot of those creatives still working in the Irish industry. And like I often say this, I don't know whether this is myth or whether it is the truth, but apparently Guinness gave that brief out. So just say it was a network agency that had mm. offices in Dublin and offices in London and different parts of the world. It was pitched out to a number of them and it was Dublin that won. So I just think that it's an ad we should all be so proud of. So I always, when people ask me, I push that one up in the same category as I put the cornflakes and the yes. Coca-Cola and the, like that Budweiser. Do you remember the Budweiser? Oh, someone's mentioned the Budweiser with the, the, the lovely bells the and the horses. Yeah, someone's yeah, mentioned I, again, that as well. I want to sing it. That's what happens. I hear that and I want to start singing it. Yeah. Um, that's lovely. I think that if you look at some Irish brands, and I love to look at the Irish brands because, again, I think as an industry, the creative industry, they really do punch above their weight and, you know, there's been a real drive to have, you know, where Ireland, where creative is native, to kind of push us up as big a creative island as anywhere else in the world. And um, on post have done some lovely ads. Yes, and, the snowmen uh, walking in the air, all that. That was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And then the last number of years of the one, you know, where there is the girl is living in Vietnam and she gets the box. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One. I think that's really nice. Um, the interesting one where we talk about, just say, on post with the snowman, and I think that's an interesting um, point is because music is such a key part of a lot of these adverts, but that's where John Lewis do it amazingly because they take a song, so like, you know, 2011 was um, The Smiths, but, or, you know, Lily Allen's song. Yes. But they, they do it in a way that they really own it um, without the fear that somebody else is going to use that song and then there's going to be a mix-up on whose brand is it, who we heard, yes. you know, that's... Uh, and that's what happened a little bit with the snowman because it was used by Unpost. Then it was used by Iron Brew in Scotland for their drink. It was. I saw that one as well. Mm. So that's three brands in 10 years, which is an awful pity. I will still always think of Unpost because I'm yes. Irish. And I love, you know, what that brand has done. I think as a brand, Unpost and Dave Redmond has done an amazing job with them. But I, that is the only thing is a watch out for me is that the music, just be careful that somebody else isn't going to own that down the line. And the second part is that the nostalgia, as you say, it's getting the note it's right. It's getting it right. Them, but just, you know, and at the end of the day, it's it's so personal. It's so yeah. personal what's going on in your life, what's going on, what you're, what you're kind of drawn to or what triggers an emotion in you. And all of these ads are all about triggering an emotion. Yeah, they really are. Well, Vonnie, it's been fantastic chatting to you. It's been lovely taking this trip down memory lane with you. Thank you so, so much thanks. for joining me. And keep making those brilliant ads yourselves. Uh, listen, thank you so much, Sinead. Appreciate the call. And thank thanks so a million. Much. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Vonnie McDermott there. Fascinating, fascinating insight into what goes into making a Christmas ad and what are the key things. Do keep all your lovely nostalgia coming in. 86 658 In keeping with our nostalgia now, it's time to go back in time. An iconic Christmas movie released on this day. 
LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 On this day in 1946, Christmas classic It's a Wonderful Life, directed by Frank Capra, starring Jimmy Stewart, Donna Reed, and Lionel Barrymore, had its premiere in New York. And today is Games Day. So, what kind of games do you most enjoy? Board games, card games, or maybe video games? Whatever is your favourite, today is the day to play it and have some fun. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. They're in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Eugene Mohan and all of the team, they are rowing hard in the Talasker Whiskey Atlantic Challenge. I'm going to try and attempt to reach them as they row after 12 news. 11 to 1. E17's day, another day kicking off our second hour. Sinead Brazel here with you till one. And right now it's time to check in with the world of celebrity. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Crossy. The makers of Mission Impossible have posted a video in the last 24 hours showing Tom Cruise's dedication to doing his own stunts. The video is about 10 minutes long and it's of Tom doing the biggest stunt in cinema history. He jumps off a cliff in Norway while on a bike with a helicopter after him. Here's the guys explaining it. Tom put together this master plan to coordinate all of these experts in each of the particular disciplines involved to make this whole thing happen. John and I are jumping out of the helicopter. He's going to chase me. That's what we say to each other. Don't be careful. Be confident. According to Sean Levy, one of the producers of Stranger Things, he has said the fifth and final season of Stranger Things will be epic and emotional. Levy said, when we sat there and listened to the two-hour-long pitch for this final season storyline, I don't think there was a dry eye in the room. We'll have to wait a while, though. It's rumoured to be out at the end of next year or early 2024. Vicky McClure stars in a new ITV thriller called Without a Sin on the 28th of December. The four-part drama is based in Vicky's hometown of Nottingham and she's been telling us about the premise of the show. Charles has murdered Stella's um, daughter, but it is very much a did-he-or-didn't-he kind of drama thriller. And, um, yeah, there's a restorative justice process that they go through and that's where you get to meet you know the person that's involved in the crime any more than that I'm probably going too far. That's The Buzz, I'm Crossy The Buzz on LMFM Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app I wouldn't be sick of y'all the same Tom Cruise with all his stunts sometimes that he'd be at Come on Tom just leave it to the stuntmen. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's no harm in saying you can't jump out of a helicopter onto a motorcycle. I mean, come on. <laughs> it has made me really want to see it though now after listening to that. You will get more buzz on the drive with Eddie Caffrey a little bit later on. And right now on LMFM.ie. Back to the music. Here's Harry Styles on LMFM's 11 to 1. He's late night talking. Talking. Harry Styles late night talking. They have set off on their journey last week, actually. They physically set off in the boat. Uh, we are talking about the Mohan brothers, their twin brothers, Eugene and Frankie from Dundalk. They are taking on the toughest endurance challenge along with, uh, there's nine I think in the crew all together, two Irish teams. They uh, have started this toughest endurance race. Um, it's the Talasker Whiskey Atlantic Challenge. It's a premium event in ocean rowing. Typically takes about 35 to 40 days for top rowers to complete. The guys are doing this for the Laura Lynn and the RNLI lifeboats. Uh, they've raised a uh, whack of money for this 
and I'm hoping we have their satellite phone. They are in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, rowing away. I'm hoping that we're going to be able to reach them just after these. 11 to 1 with This Christmas. Kim Wilde, you keep me hanging on. It's such a perfect song because the technical difficulties behind the scenes here. But I can say that I'm delighted to have the fantastic Eugene Mohan from Dundalk. He's in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, but he's on the line. How are you getting on, Eugene? Hi, Sinead. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Are you exhausted at this stage? Well, yeah, I suppose we're, we're, we're kind of getting acclimatised to it now at this stage. The first few days, um, we're, we're at day nine now, so we're nine days into it. Uh, the first three, four days are probably the toughest, kind of getting the adaption phase into your body, so getting used to the, the sea and, the, and the, the conditions and even the lack of sleep. So, um, yeah, no, we're, we're, we're getting, getting accustomed to it now at this stage, but it is pretty, pretty rough going. Um, well, nine days in, we're getting on average about uh, four hours sleep in the 24-hour period if we're doing well. Okay. Um, we've been going off fast. Okay, so ju- just to remind people, so you guys have set off on the Talasker Whiskey Atlantic Challenge premium event in ocean rowing. It typically takes about 35 to 40 days. That's for top rowers to complete and you cover over 3,000 miles. You're rowing up to 12 hours a day and night facing exposure to the elements. It, it requires great deal of stamina to, to do this. You guys, a, a crew of nine, uh, different two different teams, uh, Irish teams who are raising money for the Laura Lynn and the RNLI and I can say I looked at the GoFundMe this morning you completely smashed your target Yeah it's, it's great it's, 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 I suppose um, the, the team that's at home there in Ireland are doing great work so they're actually um, you know there's four or five of them there and they're keeping the social media stuff going and keeping the fundraising going and we've, we've gone through our target of uh, 30,000 30, euros so we're going to keep raising, keep driving for that those, those charities, and, and and see how far we can we can bring it because it's uh, it's, it's brilliant that we've we've got it to where we have so far, and there's still a lot a lot of time left in this race. So yes, there is. One up and up and up. I've been watching the little dot, which you guys are on the track <laughs> on Instagram every day. Tell me now, roughly, whereabouts are you? Um. So we are in a position uh, about. North, 22 degrees latitude of north uh, and out west, 24 degrees uh, of longitude. What that means is we're, we're about six, 600 miles off um, the coast of any nearest land, uh, land mass, I suppose, um, wow. with uh, the Canaries um, being our star point. Um, and Cape Verdes is kind of down to the south of us uh, at the moment. So um, if you can imagine the Cape Verdes off the coast of Africa, we're we're a couple of hundred miles north north of Cape um, Cape Verde. So we've been rowing kind of south to west the last week, and uh, only kind of today and yesterday we've, we've started to turn our direction west. So now we're heading west over, um, basically trying to get across. So, so we headed south to pick up some of the trade winds if we mm-hmm. could, um, and then and then we we'll roll west now towards Antigua. Okay. So we're getting there slowly but surely. You're making really good strides. You yeah. absolutely are. So what's the conditions been like? Because let me tell you, back home here in Ireland, we had a cold snap that uh, would just, every place was frozen solid. What's the conditions like where you are and ha- have you kind of uh, acclimatised to all of that? 
Yeah, so the conditions are supposed to be a complete opposite for us at the moment. <laughs> they're absolutely big. It's roasting, and uh, as we're as we're rolling along, we're having to take a lot of water on board. They're actually covered up completely because of the sun. Yeah. Um, and it's just so hot. It's really day. It's getting hotter and hotter. Um, I'd say it's probably up in the mid to high thirties at the moment, but absolutely roasting. And then because you're outside and you're rolling, it it, it brings even the temperatures up further again. Like so, I know it, it's really really hot. Um, at the moment we've a, a, quite a strong wind from the northwest. Uh, or sorry, from the northeast, which is good uh, because it's it's helping us out a little bit. Um, but but not exactly helping us out to where we want to go. But it's still great. Um, but it's 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 introduced some slightly bigger waves, so about fifteen to twenty foot waves. Wow, which is really exciting stuff because you're going up and over them inside this and flashes coming over the front. So it is pretty good um, to see that that bit of it. Uh, the first few days it was quite calm um, weather conditions, so it was, it was like a swimming pool almost. Wrong. Oh wow. Oh wow! Uh, we've had had a mix already. Uh, even fog one of the nights, complete dense fog, um, and it was like looking at it at, at glass. It was so calm on the in the Atlantic. But um, what's lurking underneath the boat, Eugene? Is there things in the water now that you've spotted? That's what I'd be thinking about. Well, well, yeah. It's like, <laughs> I suppose like the depth of the water over and some of the deepest parts in in the world. I think a couple of thousand of meters of water deep. Um, where we're crossing, and and the reason actually that we're in at the moment, it, it's quite infamous for marlins, oh. um, and 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 those like the like a swordfish, the blue marlin. Yeah. So in previous years, there has been a couple of boats that have got struck by the marlin because um, smaller fish use the shadow of the boat, uh, right? And hang out in on the boat, and then the marlin would see that and uh, try to get the smaller fish and end up. Uh, puncturing the, uh, the the robot. Okay, so we don't want to see them. No. <laughs> you definitely don't want to be seeing these guys underneath. No way. Absolutely not. And and what's the spirits like now with everybody? How how is how are all the guys doing? Are the spirits still up? Ah, they're great. Yeah, sure, they're flying us. Um, so all they have to do is sit there and roast. They don't have to worry about work or anything else. So they're <laughs> <laughs> They're living their best lives, Eugene. I love it. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, now, the, the the other thing uh, as well that I noticed on the Instagram, and this is important to remember for people as well here, is that you had to do so much work on land uh, a week or so ago before you guys headed off. There was so many cha- safety checks and briefings and all of that before you were allowed to even get into the water. Yeah, so we were about two weeks in Lagomera in the Canary Islands. Uh, and, and the reason for that is, that although this is is a challenge just to row across the Atlantic, it's also an international race for people that want to compete in, in that part of it too. So um, with all of that, then they have to, you know, there's different inspections and different things you have to do. They so have to have the right quantities of food, which is 6,000 calories per person per day, 55 days. You have to have emergency water. You have to have your water maker, your emergency equipment, all your different safety equipment. You have to have your courses completed. All different, all different things. So you're um, preparing the boat for about two weeks and carrying out all those inspections um, prior to being allowed, I suppose, launch uh, from Lagomera. Yeah. And that was quite a busy uh, period. But um, we had a lot of work done in Ireland before we travelled, so it wasn't, wasn't too bad. Oh, that's good. Um, that's good. You guys are organised, you see. Yeah, you're organised there, you see. Uh, but what about like getting met? I know you've got the satellite phone for me today, which is amazing to be able to connect with you. Are you guys able to send messages to, to loved ones at home or what's that situation like? 
So our routine on board at the moment has been very, very busy. So last last week and this week, we're, we're pretty much trying to get ahead of some weather. And uh, we're just important, uh, I suppose, the, the first down to, mm-hmm. in a way. Like, so we've been rowing for um, pretty much about 16, 17 hours per day per person. And then the rest is broken down into rest and eating your food and, and recovery. So it's been pretty full, uh, full throttle. And we haven't had much time to send many messages with that because it is a bit of a, bit of a rigging roll with the systems here. But um, we do have uh, on our website, www.rowhardorgohome.com, we have uh, uh, the information on our sat phone, so people can just text us like, uh, via that. And we've had a couple of messages coming through from different people and friends and family and supporters. Too. Oh, that's it's great. Because uh, that's going to keep you going. That's going to yeah, keep yeah. the mood up because, you know, you're only kind of at the starting stage of this. You know, you need kind of that momentum to keep you going. Well, do you want to use the airwaves right now to send any Christmas messages back home? <laughs> well, I know that uh, we're, we're very lucky in that uh, our mother came out, uh, myself and Frank and and our mother came out to the start and she had a pudding with us for the boat so we oh. for Christmas Day <laughs> brilliant took it into, it. Took it into the pudding on Christmas Day love it yeah all the guys in the boat I just want to wish all our friends and family just a happy Christmas and thanks for supporting them and we'll be safe and we'll be just tipping away and not to be worrying about us and, and we're having a great time here so that is lovely <laughs> <laughs> fantastic well Eugene I won't keep you too, too long I know you have to get back to rowing but I'm so thrilled to have made contact with you tell the guys that everyone here is rooting for you we're watching the little colourful dot on the tracker to see where you are you're doing amazing and uh, please God we might catch up with you in the new year yeah, it sounds great and it's lovely, uh, lovely to chat to you again, Smith. Thank you so much, Thanks Eugene. Me. Thanks a million. Safe travels. Keep going. Thanks a million. Eugene Mohan there. Isn't that amazing? We reached them on the satellite phone in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Technology, it astounds me. It really does. Do you want to throw them a few euro for what they're doing? They're out there rowing hard every single day and night. They're doing some amount of uh, hours rowing on the boat. Uh, they're doing all of this for the RNLI and for the Laura Lynn. If you'd like to donate they have a GoFundMe page if you just Google in Row Hard or Go Home you'll get it also their website rowhardorgohome.com and you can follow them on Instagram as well 11 to 1 Cain Quee will is a good go will turkey in all a greg la gobble gobble nor a hrishin on termimajor fiola shock do kui came celsius quarter there's a picture of this never change on LMFM's 11 to 1 now we have a competition it's a fantastic competition running all this week it's an association with Tourism Northern Ireland we have a family pass every day to give away to the world's first and only official Game of Thrones studio tour in Banbridge County Down it's an unbelievable opportunity for visitors to immerse themselves in an expansive collection of costumes, props, sets and weapons and to discover the artistry that designed the Seven Kingdoms and brought the story of Game of Thrones to life on screen. It's a 100,000 square foot interactive experience reveals the world of Westeros like never before, giving visitors of all ages the chance to walk through iconic sets of King's Landing and Winterfell as well as delve deep into the world behind the screen and this is a very much a family friendly experience. So I'm asking you today, where is the Iron Throne located in Game of Thrones? So what's that area called? It's also known as the capital of the Seven Kingdoms. I actually mentioned it there in my little spiel. What was the area that the Game of Th- the, the actual Iron Throne was located? 086-1800-658. We're going to be picking a winner for that family pass very, very shortly. 
LMFM Job Search with thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport and entertainment on lmfm.ie. DK Motors requires a qualified mechanic for their busy semi-independent garage in the Navan area. Please apply to Derek at dkmotors.ie. Mooney's Furniture Limited from Condrath requires a fully qualified sprayer to work two to three days per week. Please call 041 68 54290. That's 041 68 54290. Don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go Take a look at the five and ten It's glistening once again With candy canes and silver lanes that glow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Toys in every store But the prettiest sight to see Is the holly that will be On your own front door A pair of hop-along boots And a pistol that shoots Is the wish of Barney and Ben Dawes that'll talk and will go for a walk Is the hope of Janice and Jen And Mom and Dad can hardly wait For school to start again It's beginning to look a lot Like Christmas Everywhere you go There's a tree in the Grand Hotel One in the park as well It's the sturdy kind that doesn't mind the snow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Soon the bells will start And the thing that'll make them ring Is the carol that you sing right within your heart It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Toys in every store But the prettiest sight to see Is the holly that will be On your own front door Sure it's Christmas once more.
Christmas on LMFM with your local mace. Great value deals for family and friends this Christmas. Michael Bublé beginning to look a lot like Christmas it certainly is and uh, keeping with the nice Christmas theme uh, tonight there's a Christmas carol service it's Our Ladies College Green Hills Parents Council they're presenting this it's Carol Negron so it's a Christmas carol service happening tonight in the Augustinian Church at 8pm and the, the, the Our Ladies College uh, girls will be singing and they also have really special guests Stone Lunny is there and Martine O'Connor as well tickets are just a tenner for Adam and five euro for children, and you can get them. I think the, the school themselves are selling them, but you can show up tonight, and you can you can get your tickets as well. So it's happening in the Augustinian Church in Drogheda tonight at eight pm. Back to today, and I have a winner for Game of Thrones, and that studio tour just after these eleven to one with Gilmore. You too with the sweetest thing finishing out the show. I can say big congratulations to Anita Gonley in Dundalk. You were going along to the Game of Thrones studio tour. It was, of course, King's Landing was the answer for where the Iron Throne is located. Don't worry, tomorrow I have another pass to give away on the show. And we'll have lots of festive film chat and all the rest tomorrow on 11 to 1. That is our lot for today. Thank you so much for your company as always. Stay with us for the lunchtime news on the way at 1. 11 to 1.